Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. For today's episode, I'm sitting down with Alyssa Chavez. Um, Alyssa struggled for years with endometriosis and infertility. She dealt with intense pain, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well. You know, she went through surgeries, multiple rounds of IVF, um, and more. She took all that experience with her into the holistic world. Um, she, she dug deep into the holistic world and she found an immense amount of healing for herself. Since then, she went on to become certified as a nutritional therapy practitioner, a functional hormone specialist, and restorative wellness practitioner. She has her own practice now where she helps women dive deep into their own health through nutrition, as well as gut healing protocols to get to the root cause of the symptoms they're experiencing. So basically, she's doing a lot to you know, help out people um, in our communities, which is a big part of what the podcast is about. So sit back and enjoy. Uh, so first, Alyssa, could you just tell me exactly what is endometriosis and you know, how long have you, have you had it? Yeah. So basically endometriosis is a condition where tissue that's similar to the endometrial tissue that grows in the lining of a woman's uterus ends up growing in other places where it shouldn't. So it can grow on places like your ovaries, your bowels, your bladder. Um, it's even been found in farther away places in the body like your diaphragm, uh, kidneys, appendix. Um, it kind of can spread all over your body. And it causes a lot of pain. It causes a lot of fatigue. It causes things like uh, digestive symptoms, bowel symptoms, bladder symptoms. People get uh, nerve pain and things like that as well. So it causes a lot of uh, discomfort and symptoms. Infertility is a very common thing with endometriosis too, which has been part of my journey. And gotcha. looking back, I, I was first semi-diagnosed with endometriosis about five years ago because you can't actually officially receive a diagnosis until you have a laparoscopic surgery, which I just did finally a few months ago. Uh, but prior to that, it was suspected based on ultrasound. So I'd been basically living my life uh, assuming that that was the case and and working through my health and all of that with the understanding that I had endometriosis. But even prior to that, now knowing what I have learned along the way, I really had signs of it back even in my late teen years. Uh, some women start getting symptoms even earlier than that. But for me, that was when I look back in hindsight, that was really when I first started experiencing symptoms. And it's not common, not uncommon, I should say, for women to have to wait like I did seven years, 10 years. For me, it was about 10 years from the first onset of symptoms before I actually received a diagnosis or before anyone even mentioned that it was a possibility to me in a doctor's office. So really for a good chunk of my life now. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you know, speaking of that, you know, that initial diagnosis, like what made your, what made your doctor suspect that 
you know, you even had endometriosis? Yeah, well, it's been a little bit of an interesting journey there. And I think this is very common for women with this condition is that I had been experiencing a lot of the symptoms I had mentioned, like period pain and, and bowel issues and fatigue and different things that I had never gone to the doctor for because we just we just are kind of taught that those things are normal, right? It's it's normalized in our society and especially amongst women. And so it had never really occurred to me to go try to get help for that and, and see a doctor. So I ended up actually going in to see a fertility specialist was the reason I was at the doctor at all. My husband and I had been trying to conceive by that point in time for about a year. We hadn't had any success. So we decided to go see a fertility specialist and she did an ultrasound on me, which was where she she saw what's called an endometrioma on my ovary. Basically, it's a it's a large cyst that that grows on on the ovary, and she was able to see that on ultrasound, which isn't the case for everybody. But in my case, she was able to see that, and that's really how right. how this all started. Otherwise, I don't know if I would have ever even gone for help. So, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. You know, what um, What treatments are there normally for endometriosis and infertility? Um, specifically, what is, I, what is IVF? Yeah, so when we're looking at fertility, um, most of us are taught and have seen, you know, the Western medicine route, which usually involves assisted reproductive technology, and IVF is a part of that. So basically, that's a process where they retrieve uh, eggs from a woman's body and then, you know, sperm from the man, create an embryo outside of your body. You know, they call them test tube babies and things like that. And then they end up putting that embryo that was created back into a woman's uterus, hoping to achieve pregnancy through that. Um, So that's something that's very commonly recommended to women with fertility issues of any kind and definitely with endometriosis like what I have. And it is something that we tried a couple of years ago now. And we did we did do a couple of rounds and did have one successful transfer that ended up with a miscarriage at the end of the day, which is largely what led me into my, my uh, journey that I've been on these last few years. So uh, it's one of those things that you know, started out as this huge challenge and I've done my best to just turn it around into something beautiful <laughs> to right. hopefully help other other women going through things like that. Yeah, I think when um when you go through very difficult things in life, no matter what it might be, the best thing you can do is try and is try and take that and turn it into something something great, something beautiful. That's that's really awesome that you've um, that you've been doing that. You know, at, at what point did you start looking for alternatives to the conventional approach to deal with this? Yeah, that that was really the turning point for me because we'd been trying to start a family for a very long time. Uh, anyone who's had a miscarriage, pregnancy loss of any kind, uh, knows what that's like and can understand the the way it changes your life, really. And so that that for me was my turning point of uh, really realizing that I needed to dig deeper. I needed to really figure out what was going on in my body. And I, I started to understand that 
Um, of course, not that there's anything wrong with, with going a route like IVF. I think it's a wonderful, amazing scientific advancement that helps people to have children who maybe wouldn't be able to. But it's also, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a very invasive procedure. There's a lot that goes into it. There's, it's a lot on your body physically, and it's absolutely a lot on you mentally, emotionally. And so after that, that happened, I just felt like I needed to take a step back. I felt like I wanted to, to do more research and more learning and more digging on why, why all this was happening in the first place. What really is the, the reason that these, you know, endometrial lesions are growing in my body? Why do I have this cyst on my ovary? Uh, why is my body struggling to you know, conceive and carry a pregnancy. And so I started, at first started just digging on my own, doing research, and, and later on ended up uh, joining some courses to learn about nutrition and gut healing and hormones and all kinds of things like that to give me the tools to help both myself and to help other women who might be struggling with similar things to just get get some answers beyond the conventional medical approach. You know, it's it's one of those things where um, you know, Western medicine has a lot to offer us. I think that there are some incredible doctors out there who are doing some amazing work, but I also believe that it's not, it's not everything. And there are some things that we need to really dig deeper to figure out what's going on. And, and there, there is a lot that we can do, you know, for ourselves that we can, we can work on really healing our bodies. And so that's really the work that I've been doing. Gotcha. Gotcha. I feel like in pretty much everything that we do, we need to try to have balance. I mean, there's a reason that, you know, you have the yin-yang symbol, you know, yin and yang, positive, negative, light and dark, all of that. And with, you know, Western medicine, obviously Western medicine does have a lot to offer us. Um, You know, Western medicine has saved who knows how many lives. I, I wouldn't, I would try to just say millions, but who knows? But um, at the same time, if all you do is only follow that one approach, you're missing out on so much more. You're missing out on Eastern medicine. You're missing out on more um, traditional methods. And sometimes the traditional methods may be best for you. Sometimes the more modern Western approach, maybe be, maybe better for you, but um, you know, you, you always should you know try to balance things out and learn as much as you can about as many different approaches. That, but that's just my opinion, you know. Um, so also, if if you could just tell me a little bit about the work that you do now and and how this experience, how how it's changed you, how it's changed your life. Yeah. Um... That's a great question because I feel like it really has changed my life completely. <laughs> uh, I'll start out by saying that the, what I've gotten out of this work that I do more than anything is just feeling feeling empowered in my own body because um, I was going through a lot of just feeling feeling broken, feeling not whole, not complete, um, feeling not in control of my own body, feeling betrayed by my own body. And it's a very interesting place to be, especially because I'm somebody who's always been 
fairly active in my body. Like I, I actually, my, in my prior previous life, was a professional classical ballet dancer. I've been doing wow. yoga for what 15 years now. I've been teaching yoga for over 10 years. Um, I teach classical ballet also. Like I'm a very physical, physically oriented person. And so for my body to kind of be rebelling against me was kind of a crazy experience. And right. so what I really started doing was uh, I started by digging into nutrition was really my first introduction, which this this all happened <laughs> by the grace of God, really. I stumbled across a blog that a woman had written who is a nutritional therapy practitioner. That's what I do now. And her information was all about endometriosis and how nutrition can help and different things. And I started just by making some small changes and following some of the advice that she was stating. And I immediately started to see some results in my body, which was really cool to see. Um, it was kind of my first step towards really feeling empowered and like I can, like I can do something about this. And that led me to, I got to learn more about this. <laughs> I want to help people do this. And so I, I joined the nutritional therapy association where I, you know, got certified myself to become a nutritional therapy practitioner, which really, it's a lot more than just, you know, telling people what to eat, what not to eat. It's not your typical, you know, nutritionist type career. It's really about digging into uh, any any and all imbalances in your body. So we look at things like how your digestion is functioning, your blood sugar regulation, your your mineral balance in your body, your hydration, um, all kinds of little things like that that we can really resolve through using food as medicine, through using you know targeted supplementation rather than just taking some random grocery store supplement because a friend recommended it. Um, being very intentional about that approach towards healing your body. And of course, along the way, I started working on myself. I would I was experimenting with this, that, and the other, and, and trying out these methods I was learning on my own body. And slowly but surely, over the course of that year that I was doing the, the training, learned so much, saw so many changes in my body. I mean, the, the pain levels that I was experiencing went from, you know, a 12 to maybe a five at most. Um, I, I didn't even realize that I really had chronic fatigue until I started not having chronic fatigue. <laughs> and I actually had energy again. And I thought, oh, is this what normal people experience? This is interesting. Um, just little light bulb moments like that along the way, which was really cool to see. And me being the type of person that I am, that just caused me to want to learn more and more and more. So I ended up going back and getting additional training in studying hormones, in studying you know specific things about women's health, and then really even diving into gut health um, and even using functional testing. So I can I use now the uh, GI map, which is a stool test, to help to really get a solid picture of what's going on in your gut because it's a lot something that a lot of people don't realize, but your your gut health has huge impacts on your body. And that's true for, you know, endometriosis and fertility and, and gosh, all kinds of women, women's health issues. Uh, but really for everybody, um, there's been studies that show that as, as much as 99% of chronic illness 
relates back in some way to your gut health. And that's, that's a really crazy, fascinating statistic. So what I've done now is I've taken all of this amazing, incredible information that I've learned and all that I've learned by working with my own body and, and with my clients along the way. And I've created a program to help women who are struggling with these issues to really get to the root of what's going on, you know, because there is so much that we can address from a holistic standpoint that does help you to feel empowered in your body and um, to be able to manage symptoms in a way that you may not be able to just by, you know, taking a medication or, or even having a surgery because surgery is one of the conventional approaches for endometriosis. And, and like I said, I had surgery myself just a few months ago. I'm not saying, you know, don't do that. (laughs) I think the combination of the two is, can be a beautiful thing. Um, but it's, there's a lot of women who have the surgery and then end up having to go back and get a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I've known women who has had as many as 10 surgeries in their lifetime, which is pretty nuts. Yeah. And this is like major abdominal surgery. It's not, you know, a minor (laughs) procedure. So when we're Mm -hmm. really addressing the root cause, it helps, it helps us to be able to, to really heal and get away from just, you know, masking symptoms and things like that. Right. That's pretty, um, some of that information you just uh, shared is pretty stunning. Um, so, so then Alyssa, um, I mean, cause this kind of goes right into my next question, which is, um, is there any, is there any message that you have specifically for women who are presently suffering from endometriosis or infertility? Yeah. My first word of advice is to always listen to your gut. Right. And and I say that in the in the both in the literal sense, I guess, if you're having gut issues, but more in the sense of listening to your intuition. Right. Because so often I hear stories of women who have been going to doctor's offices year after year, have been looking for help, have been trying to figure things out and just know that something's not quite right. Know that they need more support or need to figure something out but maybe are, have been brushed aside or, you know, have been told it's all in their head or have been told, you know, just that this is all normal <laughs> and aren't right. given real answers. So just keep advocating for yourself. Keep digging. If a practitioner isn't providing you the support that you need to keep looking, find another one, find someone else um, and really be building a team around you, you know, it, it, endometriosis, infertility, any sort of complex condition like that just isn't something that you want to go alone. I did that for a very long time and struggled a lot (laughs) because it makes you then feel very alone. And, you know, so my best advice is to, to build a team, you know, find those good quality Western medicine doctors that can help you from that perspective. Find a good holistic practitioner that can help you with uh, the nutrition piece with the gut healing piece that may be a, a naturopathic doctor. It may be a functional medicine doctor. It may be a nutritional therapy practitioner like what I do. You know, some women have found relief from doing things like pelvic floor therapy and doing acupuncture and things like that as well. So it's just a matter of 
finding finding your people, <laughs> um, continuing to ask for and seek out help and support, and just always listening to your intuition. If you feel like something is the right fit or not the right fit, or that you need something or don't need something in your body, um, letting your own voice really always be the loudest when it comes to those decisions. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And, um, well, 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 so then Alyssa, um, are there any special initiatives that you have underway presently that you'd like to mention? Yeah, I am actually doing a free masterclass coming up on the 19th of this month, which is, um, it's, it's titled a new approach to endo healing from the inside out. And it's just a way to help to communicate this information to any women who might uh, benefit from it. It's completely free. This is just an opportunity to come and listen and and learn and gain some knowledge for yourself. Um, So I invite anyone who may want to join to come on in. Awesome. All right. And um, also, Alyssa, how can people reach you if they'd like to know more about more about you and more about the work that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can always follow me on Instagram, which is at whole.woman.wellness. Uh, you can also visit my website, which is www.wholewomanwellness.net. And you can find information there about the upcoming masterclass. Uh, you can also find information there about my Thrive with Endo program, which is where I work with women one-on-one to coach them through these processes that I've been talking about. Um, so you can find me there. Awesome. Very, very nice. Well, Alyssa, that's pretty much all I had for you today. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to um, sit down with me. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks so much for having me. All right. This concludes my interview with Alyssa Chavez. Again, if you would like to get in touch with Alyssa, you can reach her on Instagram at whole.woman.wellness. Also feel free to take a look at her website, and that is wholewomanwellness.net. So that pretty much does it for me today. I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Um, again, Feel free to give the show a rating, whatever you think it deserves. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And aside from that, I have nothing more to add, so have a great day, everyone.